Well, hello again. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you doing, Mary Lou? Well, it doesn't seem as long this time between. Oh, it Because it, it isn't. isn't. That's right. <laughs> it's not That's our imagination. Right. <laughs> We're back to Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. And last week we talked a little bit about going to starting high school. And as I was thinking about it this week, I re I was reflecting that for me, it was an enormous change in my life to go to junior high school because I left the little one-room schoolhouse. I went into what seemed to me to be a really big school. It wasn't big. I think there were only 400 students in the whole school of 7th through senior high. But to me, it seemed huge. And having all these amazing intellectual choices and and a lot of big, big kids. Yes, being the, really being the youngest group of kids yeah. in a high school, <laughs> and it just it and the it was the first time I ever had the idea that I could find friends, because I really oh, didn't yeah. have friends in yeah. the country. I had a yeah. couple of, of girls that I rode bikes with. Sure, that's you said not, that last time. That's yeah. not a friend. No, you didn't really. <laughs> I didn't have, have a anybody to gossip no, with. No, I had nobody no. to share yeah. things with and yeah. kind of do things that I might be interested in. So yeah. high school was for oh. me this opening oh. up of mm -hmm. discovering. Sure. Friendship and, sure. and how you make friends and what you do with them. Yes, I had no idea what you did with friends. <laughs> lots of learning. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And was this in Madison? Then? Yes, yeah. it was in Madison. So it was eight miles away. So I rode to school in the morning with my father, and then oh, I wondered about that. He'd pick us up again at the end of the day. And mm -hmm. so that was a that was a huge change. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we were building this. We, we had begun and we had moved into our new house mm -hmm. that we'd been building and that was a huge change oh. going from a big a farm with lots of animals oh, yeah. and a rickety old farmhouse to a really wonderful, beautiful oh. building that we helped to, we watched it grow go up and we had a chance to help do some of the little jobs involved and and since it was a Frank Lloyd Wright house, there was a lot of attention. Even while it was being built, there were people from all over the place that came to visit. So it was just this totally different thing. We, we had hardly any animals at our new, new location. Oh, did we you have had, a dog or a cat? We had, the, we had a dog uh, and, a, and a barn cat, mm -hmm. and we had a cow and a calf and a couple of sheep and some chickens and some ducks. Which seems saying? like a lot of animals, but compared yeah. to uh, having a oh, lot of cows yeah. and pigs and sure. lots of sheep and hundred oh sure yeah chickens and all that, it wasn't. It was a very scaled down little sure. farm. Sure. So all those changes were were really huge, mm -hmm. and also it, it, I felt as if look especially looking back on it, I felt as if it was a time I was sort of thinking about myself as a growing up person, that I wasn't just a little kid anymore. I was getting more independent and, and more on my own and thinking about the things that mattered. What, what did you I think, think about that? Uh, yes, I agree with you. Well, I think for you, a new home, new environment, and new school, 
that was huge for you because everything was changed at home. Then you probably had your own room. Maybe you had before, but you had more room for sure. And maybe more responsibility too. And then going to a new school, I could see that. For me, it was uh, ninth grade when I switched from elementary school, Mm. which went through eighth at that time. And then I started at high school in ninth grade. And, but I know, I felt the same way you did. It was like, oh, this is a, a time to learn more about myself, be more mm-hmm. independent. And um, I went from a you know, pretty good-sized elementary school to a really big high school, Redford mm. High School uh, in Detroit. And I think there were maybe twelve or 1,400 kids. Oh, boy. But it was ninth through 12th. So of course you enter as a ninth grader and you're you know the low year <laughs> year, <laughs> um, but I as I recall I made the transition well and I loved it. I loved being in a big high school, and some of my friends from elementary school went to that but there were two schools some went to another wow. school, and I went to Redford and uh, but I know what you mean it was a time to really spread your wings then and for me uh, one of the things I really enjoyed was joining clubs Mm. and so I was anxious to know with your school a high school like mine there were lots of clubs all various kinds of interests and and I thought that was just a great thing after school usually it was after school maybe at lunchtime but usually it was after school And um, the Glee Club was one, and I bet you, you, knowing you, you might have been uh, in one too. And then as I started studying French, which I'll talk more about later, but uh, there was a French club. And the the, uh, teacher who was in charge of the French club was my very, very, very favorite teacher of all my high school years. And she, so so I joined that right away, and I was in that club all through high school. Oh, and um, we j- it was so fun. We put on plays, and we uh, we wanted to plan a trip to France. Unfortunately, that never panned out because I don't know. I think our parents thought that was <laughs> perhaps a little ambitious, a little ambitious. at that time. Um, <clears throat> so, but it was loads of fun. I really enjoyed that. Did you have? Yes. Yeah. Well, in in. In junior high, there weren't so many of those options. Right. Although there were things like music, we had a little orchestra. Oh yes. And yes. everybody, I yeah. think it was actually, I think it might have been mandatory to take a little music thing. Mm-hmm. And and I, I started out trying to play the flute, which never got very far. And then I then I began to play the cello in mm-hmm. this little orchestra. It was a lot of fun. I don't. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it didn't sound like any. <laughs> was worth listening to but us, but we had a lot of fun because we were all just learning how to play these instruments. The poor teachers. <laughs> I know. I can't imagine being the beginning orchestra teacher. Of strings. Of strings. Yes, yes. Well, or of wind instruments. Or, that's right. They all sound bad no, when you're just trying to get the sound so out. That's so interesting because I had sort of forgotten. I, I took violin lessons yeah. for quite a few years, and... I, I joined the, our school orchestra too. I forget if it was ninth or 10th grade. And it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it too, but I, I know what you mean, the poor teachers. Yes. Oh, Lordy, <laughs> must have been, they should have gotten extra pay. Extra pay, yes. <laughs> yes, and then I loved, 
I loved the sports program. The, mm. Well, it wasn't really a sports program. It was physical education. Yeah. But in, in the little one-room country schoolhouse, it was everybody playing together, and we just played rough games, racing Your around, own. baseball, yeah. football, all these things. But there were no rules. Mostly the little kids just tried to survive. <laughs> yeah. Yes, stay out of the way. Stay of out the... of the way, or as I think I've said, I was quarterback in the football team because I was so scared I ran as fast as I could possibly run. <laughs> so then it was really fun to go to have field hockey and different games. It was surprising to me that there were actually rules to all these games, <laughs> things you could do and not do, and you didn't just get out there and race around and have fun. You actually had to play by the rules mm -hmm. and but I, I loved that option that it was that we could go yeah. out and yeah. it it was a time before there were any real organized girls sports there were no after school <laughs> teams there were no no we didn't have those either no I, I, we did track girls. but we did that in PE class yeah. Yeah. we had track I, yeah. and I didn't like that particularly yeah. myself I didn't but there weren't but any we, not uh, games after no, school no and you no. didn't play other schools or anything no we the boys got either. to do that yeah. and our job was to go and cheer them on mm -hmm. but yeah, um, yeah. we didn't get to do those things mm -hmm. and because I didn't live right in towns five Getting connected with friends outside of school wasn't that mm -hmm. easy because we. Oh, only, that's right. You know, we yeah. only had one car, and sure. And yeah. once you got home, you got you picked could, up. You got picked up, mm -hmm. and that was sure. That was kind of yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And but I, I still made some really mm -hmm. good friends. But it was a special event to be able to go and stay overnight with a friend mm -hmm. or have a friend come home. Yeah, sure. Sleepover. It, was, over. it yeah. wasn't just casual. You yeah. know, we'll go home from school and. Yeah. Yeah. and play and do do something so mm -hmm. it was it was mm -hmm. continued to be a situation where I was alone a lot mm -hmm. of the time didn't have mm -hmm. other people entertaining me I mm -hmm. like I loved mm -hmm. reading so I could mm -hmm. often be found in a corner reading a book when I was home and sure you had to find your time. yeah and not only did I have to find extra time I really loved it mm -hmm. I, I totally enjoyed mm -hmm solitary activities. Mm -hmm. I had a tree I loved to climb and sit up there and watch the birds and look mm -hmm. out over the hills mm -hmm. and just yeah. being in the barn, being with the animals, I loved that. But it was a kind of solitary mm -hmm. kind of experience. Yeah. Well, and also when you were starting, let's see, junior high, your older sister, Susan, she was of course, she was already she yeah, she was right. so you didn't have her around no. and then your brother was well he was still you know pretty young and you didn't right. I right. mean I'm sure you we played, played but you not, played but it but it was not like, not the not same like peers not the no, same no, that's right. it's not the same no exactly it's not the same and <laughs> yeah. another big thing that happened is that when we would drive home from school every once in a while my father would get out of the driver's seat and he'd go over to the other side he'd say well take the wheel mm -hmm. and I would drive uh, home uh, I would think oh hey uh, oh uh, <laughs> so yeah. I learned how to drive when I just first yeah. went to junior high because sure. yeah. we the high school was sort of on the edge of town and after mm -hmm. that it was a country sure. road and yeah and yeah kids days, drove were, really young they were um, then because you could drive on the farm about that sure and then there was a a situation where my father who was always very 
curious about things. He read about a wind sail for skating. And he made one, and we went out skating on the lake, and sure enough, the wind sail really worked. He went flying off on his skates and crashing down and broke his wrist. <laughs> and I don't quite remember whether I took him to the hospital. I might have. Oh, but my in goodness. any case, the ramifications of that were we had this brand new cow that we were teaching. How she came from the university. She was a well-educated cow. She'd been in the ag department with all sorts of different kinds of experiments that they do. And she had only experienced milking machines all her life. And of course, with a broken wrist, you can't milk a cow. So it was up no, to me you. to take over the milking oh. and morning and night before you go to school oh. and when you come home. Your mother didn't No, do that. she was no. not a cow milker. No, no. I mean, she, that was, she knew how, but she had plenty of other sure, things to do. Sure. And I was plenty you old were, enough to sure. take that over. Yeah. So it was this little interlude that I actually loved thinking about uh -huh. because it was, it was very much of a challenge, this this cow who was also named Bonnie the way all the other cows were <laughs> but she was very skittish about being milked by hand she was expecting oh, a machine she wasn't that used to that would not be quite so personal and so you have to you have to get in there on the little three-legged stool and you have to get her the tail tucked in between your knee and your leg so she can't whack you. Oh, oh. And you have to have your knee on the edge of her leg so you can feel whether she wants to be kicking you over. Oh. And then you, put wow. your, then you nestle your head right into that little curve where her belly meets her leg. Mm -hmm. And you just kind of settle in there and become one with the cow so that you don't go end over a tip. The, and she's comfortable. And you've got the milk pail between your legs, mm -hmm. and you're get, and you have to be very relaxed because otherwise the cow won't let down her milk. And it's just this wonderful sort of meditative situation where you you have to be very calm and also very very centered. And because she does every once in a while want to kick her leg and have you and get you out of the way. Sure. And sure. so it's just, oh. I, and it was about a month of first training this cow to be comfortable being milked by hand. And then she pretty quickly got used to that. And then it was just this, I, I, it probably was a little arduous, but I remember it as this very sweet period of time of just this, you know, 20 minutes in the morning and night of just, and again, it was sort of a little of your own time, my own time to and reflect on and whatever, is, and, you know, eating and, hay yeah. while you're milking, and, and her and breath relaxing. is all sweet hay smell. Yeah. Probably and, relaxing. Yeah, and once it you is. Got, it is. Still, well, it is yeah. very meditative. Well, it's I never, just, I never and, did that. And Elizabeth. there you are, squirt, 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 squirt. Get into the Pretty rhythm, soon and you have a yep. pale milk and, it just, I, I was thinking about it yeah. and thought, this is pretty wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a wonderful little interlude in my, mm -hmm. in my growing yes, up. Yes. Well, I didn't do that. That's I would, needless I'm guessing to you say. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I maybe there's 
something that but, has some um, well, similar. Well, I was thinking, in. and it's very different track, but I was thinking of um, in high school, the, in the clubs, I mentioned after school, and that was really fun, and then coming home, and as I said before, I usually help my dad with dinner, mm -hmm. and um, I remember uh, having friends over afternoons, too, if we didn't have clubs, we having friends over, I'd go to their house, so that was during the week. Well, I remember in um, maybe 11th grade, I'm skipping along here, but um, my brother already uh, was working and earning a little money. He started this very young. He delivered newspapers. Mm -hmm. Now, at that time, girls didn't really do that. No. Only boys did. Uh, but I would help him fold them. And I, he would give me a few cents for that, you know, of his <laughs> earnings. But he'd get up at like 5 and, or 5.30 and uh, get the newspapers ready and I'd help him fold. And, and uh, in the winter, our dad would help, you know, take him around if he couldn't ride his bike in the winter to deliver. And so at a certain point, I couldn't do that. But, and I didn't enjoy babysitting very much. Um, that's a, uh, I told my, my kids that my daughter will laugh, but um, <laughs> I tried a lot of my friends. That's how they are spending yeah, money, yeah. my babysitting. I did some, but yeah, I never really cared that much for babysitting. And so my brother um, again, had a part-time job over the holidays at a store downtown. And it was a neighbor of ours who owned the store, oh. Ed Tyson. And it was Tyson's luggage. Oh my! Yes, and my brother got a part-time job in uh, over this Christmas. This is George. Mm -hmm, George, and so at one point, probably when I was, you know, in maybe eleventh grade, I don't remember um, exactly. I said, "Well, I I'd really like to work there too," and I walked down the street and talked to Mr. Tyson and told him I was I thought I'd be very good at helping sell luggage in the store. So I must have been 16, yeah, because I couldn't have. Right, gone. with a work yeah. permit. Right, yes. so I had to be 16. Yes. So, Child labor laws. Yeah, that's all. right, we did have, <laughs> yes, exactly. So, but I, so he said, well, we'll try it, why not? You could come with George. Well, it was loads of fun. I, I bet. It was, it was loads of fun. And my brother and I both um, would help every Christmas and then other times of the year when he needed, but it was usually before Christmas. And at that time, that was a big time. We sold luggage and handbags and wallets, uh, anything in that area, leather. Um, and I loved it. It was one of the first jobs I had of, of being in a shop and, and I enjoyed it very, very much. So I was thinking of that and wondered, that was my spending money that I yeah. made. And then when I went on to college, I also worked for spending money. But did you, now of course, you were helping on the farm, so you probably didn't have time to. Not when I was, not when, when I was. High school. Not Well, actually in the summers, I did. I worked at my first real job was at an insurance company, and I was a kind of oh. gopher. I would, oh, yeah. they, everything was paper those days. Oh, and sure. There were folders with, sure. with little, oh, um, sure. you know, a number that would indicate the, what information sure. was in the folder. Filing. They, they didn't have names, they had numbers that were associated with, with a whole little filing system. It was kind of pre, pre-paper computer, but 
it was close to being there. And I would enter all that data and then they would want to, someone would need six or seven files and I would, they would always be all over the office. So sure. I had to go yeah. from desk to sure. desk and look through the pile and find the matching numbers of all these files that people wanted and did that kind of all day and it confirmed to me that this is not the kind of job I ever want to have. <laughs> Yes. And I realized that the, the lives of these other, they were all girls, the other people who were working, doing my kind of job. And they, they looked forward to having goodbye events for the seasonal employees like me. So we went, we would arrange to go out to dinner and, together and it was the highlight of these, this half dozen women well they, they were kind of in between young girls and women mm -hmm. this was their job this was how they uh -huh. spent their yeah. lives was wow. doing this they weren't summer yeah. workers no. they, this was their job this was their job the job you did not see yourself doing <laughs> and realizing that the highlight was the goodbye parties for uh -huh. us seasonal yes young people and so that was my first yes. job in college. I did lots of babysitting because yes. I could oh, walk yeah. to yeah. different yeah. people's houses. And yeah. then I was also a night watchman. Uh -huh. I, I was at the front desk and uh -huh. so I could oh, answer I, the oh, phone. Oh yes, oh I did some of that too, answering the phone and at our door. anybody who yeah. was coming in yeah. before or after yes. curfew, I would yes. make note of. Yes. And <laughs> open the doors and the gates for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then after curfew, I was allowed to go and sleep on a little cot right behind the desk. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I did that right. at yeah. least one day a yeah. week all through yeah. college, which yeah. was Yes, I worked in college too, but, and we were really expected to for our spending yeah. money. Yeah. And, and I enjoyed it, but I, yeah. think, I think too in high school, and into college, having jobs the way we did, and even you know your job milking the cow, that was your job because your father couldn't. And I think that did start our path to, this is where you are becoming independent, but you had to make decisions too. Yeah. And the, so the decision making in high school, to me, that became, um, a, a focal point that yeah. we were expected to sort of make our own decisions. Sometimes they weren't good, and then we had to suffer the consequences of them <laughs> and have a talk with our parents that maybe that wasn't the right decision. And what did we learn from it? And and I remember talks like that. Um, I think I was so, so much of a goody good oh, to ever make oh, a decision no, that I, rose up I, to the I remember level some of, talks. I'm sure I made some poor decisions, <laughs> but I made sure they didn't rise up to the talking about it stage. No, I remember some talks with our mother. Uh, no specifics at this time, but I do remember some talks. But, but it, it was uh, always to help me develop uh, and learn so that the next time I would make a better decision. That's how I recall it yeah. anyway. It was just to sit down and say, hmm, you know, maybe that wasn't the right thing. And, but that's how I learned anyway, we, I we think, hope. I, I, think one of the, the only, I think the only time I ever really did something that wasn't okay was going, the 
Wisconsin got into the Rose Bowl one year. Oh, sure and, they did. And the day yeah. after that, they had a big rally at the university, which was just yeah. a short walk from school. Mm -hmm. And I joined a few other kids and at lunch hour, and we went over. And then it went past lunch hour. Uh-oh. So when uh -oh. we came back, we uh -oh. had missed uh -oh. some portion of the class, and I remember it, it was a big transgression to have, yes. have skipped yes. school. Yes. There were there were a bunch of yeah. kids, especially the kind of popular wild girls who did things like that all the yeah. time. But I was but not you accustomed didn't. to doing things no, like that all the time. That. I was a goody good. Yes. And my yes. friends were goody goods. Yes. yes <laughs> so it was. it was a very memorable thing that yes. I was chastised by the principal for <laughs> skipping school. Oh. <laughs> well, that seems. Um, this and this wasn't planned, believe me. But it seems to me this might be a good segue um, next time because you just mentioned. Uh, I know you didn't go there, but you just mentioned the University of Wisconsin. Well, of course, I went to the University of Michigan, and um, the same this conference. is same. Yes, and uh, the yes. So um, it might be a good time to segue next time to if. Uh, if we're ready to talk about our college days, because right. I think those were probably quite different too. You went to a private school, yes, and I went to a state big university, right. and um, so that that would be fun to talk about. We'll maybe next time. Maybe next time. We'll see. <laughs> see you next week. See you next our week. Wonderful. Fan club, we love hearing little things from you. Who listens while they're going to sleep? Yes. Who listens while they're walking the dog? Yeah. Who, who, who doesn't listen at all? That's fine, too. And you don't need to. That's right. Oh. See you next week, Elizabeth. Bye-bye.